to say i hate it what you hate craig yes don't be mean to craig he's just the creepy creepy cousin of freddy don't be mean to the bot respect the bot i feel like i feel i also feel like Gingy was somehow stalking me in penguin's voice call because literally 20 no. minutes ago she said i forgot to give Gingy my friend code for switch and then you're like hey i never got your switch code no i wasn't stalking you guys i know there's no way you could have i'm just saying it's kind of funny no actually playing detective pikachu but you know do the intro for the show or what oh yeah Forgot. <laughs> Sorry, the, the the weather is fucking. Weird. If you're gonna play video games, turn them down for God's sakes. <laughs> anyway, this is Pixels, Polygons, and Fun, the thirty-first episode. If I'm not mistaken, video game podcast where you talk about anything under the video game sun. I'm your host, Raging Gingy. With me today is Pegasus. How are you, buddy? Uh, I'm pretty good. How are you? Disappointed. Disappointed. But I will get into that during the second segment. Not enough shiny clam pearls? No. It has nothing to do with Pokemon. Okay. But we also have a recurring special guest with us, DJ. How are you? I'm snowed in, and it's the only reason I bother to come on here. <laughs> I have nothing to do. Well, well, there you go. Joke's on you, fucker. I'm also snowed in. I don't get snow down here. Yeah, fuck you, buddy. We're in Nebraska. <laughs> I went out on the front porch, and I, I shit you not, the snow went up past my ankles. I've seen places where it goes up to people's necks. You're fine. Anyway, that being said, let's go ahead and jump into the news, but with the severe weather, I gotta make a phone call. We will be right back. Yes, I see. Good news, everyone! And welcome back to the news segment, you guys. Got some, got a few things to talk about today. I figured should get the bad news or sad news I should say out of the way first. Is this um, Reggie? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, no. it's about oh, yeah, Reggie. Uh, Reggie has lost to Bowser. <laughs> Bowser <laughs> has won, people. He has won. Written by Chris <clears throat> per- Peria from GameSpot. Yes. Reggie Fijame retiring from Nintendo. Doug Bowser to take over. 
Reggie, the longtime president and COO of Nintendo of America, will retire this spring. He and the company announced in a joint statement on Thursday. Taking over his role will be the company's current senior vice president. Remember that one from Hey, yo, fuck off. I'm summarizing the article, so kiss my ass. You're reading. I'm taking over. Definitely doing a reading voice. Taking over his uh, role will be the vice president of sales and marketing, Doug Bowser. But yeah, Fizeme, he's been in his role for more than a decade. You know, getting the job back in um, 2006, specifically. I almost legitimately cried in his goodbye video. I almost actually shed a tear. Yeah, I, I will. I'll, I'll tweet the um, video of Reggie on the Pixels um, Twitter account so you guys can listen to it. His body is ready to retire. Right. And, then, and it's not going to another company. He's just straight up retiring. He's leaving business altogether. He's no longer a working man. Well, good. I mean, he deserves to spend time with his family. But did you guys also notice that in the, the, the picture of Bowser, on the shelf, there's a plushie of Mario and Luigi tied up? <laughs> That's hilarious. I saw some crazy conspiracy theorist who uh, pointed out uh, Turtwig, Chimchar, and Piplup figures where Ridgie Fisabe was sitting and was like, Sinnoh remakes? That, that's reading too much into it. I mean, we have Pokemon Day coming up next week. We're, we're going to get... We're going to get announcements then. But, um, I'm going to laugh you, if there's not a say, single announcement. I'm going to cry. I'm going to thing. legitimately post a video of me crying, and I will put it on Facebook and No, No, Gingy, I already know what the news is that you're going to get on Pokemon. It's going to be the exact same news they gave for Metroid Prime 4. Development is restarted. They're, they're not delaying it. Wait, hold on. First of all, the the source that you get it from is it credible? I'm not. I'm not. That's my prediction. That's my uh, prediction to screw with you. To dash your hopes. The thing. There's this like thing <clears> on the Pokemon <throat> YouTube channel where they're like covering all the regions in a video, and people are like, "Oh, it's counting down to Gen 8." I don't think it's counting down to Gen 8 because it's way too anime heavy to be counting down to Gen 8. Who knows? Sun and Moon cancelled? Moving to next series? Yeah, please. At this point, I, I don't like the Sun and Moon anime. It's taking too I long to do anything. It. You told uh-uh. me you liked it! No. It's taking too long to do anything. Ash only has four dang Pokemon and only two of them have evolved. I thought he had five. He released no. Poipul. Motherfucker yeah. could have had a Naganadel, but... Um, regardless, next story pulling from gamesindustry.biz. You know this. All right. Uh, written by Rebecca Valentine, Microsoft to reveal new Xbox hardware at E3 2019. Codenamed Lockhearts and Anaconda to be shown, but not available until fall of 2020. French site Jukes Video. It's J-E-U-X video. I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, via Google Translate and corroborated by Thurot. Um, 
that at Microsoft's E3 2019 press conference, the company will unveil consoles codenamed Lockhart and Anaconda. These devices supposedly have been reported on before. The first, Lockhart, is part of the Xbox Scarlet family of devices and is a dishless console that will be far cheaper than the regular Xbox One, possibly just around $200. The second, Anaconda, is a slimmer, newer version of the Xbox One X. Both consoles are reportedly planned for release in fall of 2020, despite their imminent unveiling. What do you guys think of this? What, like, what, what, in your opinions, what do you think these consoles are actually going to mean? I, like, I, I, I think the shift away from disc gaming is very scary. Yeah, sure. it kind of makes the consoles pointless, really, if they're not going to do physical media for it at this point, because otherwise, then you just have a PC. Right. And it's like, why Why would you waste money on the latest Xbox that doesn't take discs? It's all streaming when you can just get a PC and download stuff on Steam or the Epic Game Store if you're that kind of person. Don't, mm-hmm. don't go to the Epic Game Store. Don't do it. Not yet. A, it's not there yet. Pro Fortnite gamer? Uh, no, it's because they're jumping in too fast and doing a lot of stuff before they even have something comparable to Steam. But that's neither here nor there for this conversation, but yeah. If game consoles are stick going to be streaming devices, you're better off just getting a PC at that point. Especially with how Microsoft runs now where nothing is console exclusive on Xbox. It kind of makes the Xbox pointless. <clears throat> right. But um, hey, unless they make in... it an actual like Xbox PC, then that's something different. If they make it in an Xbox that's also a PC, that that actually might be worth the price. I don't know. I might be the only one thinking that, but if it's an Xbox and a Windows PC, that's something. But, I mean, clearly we're going to a more um, streaming future, but still, my big concern is that you clearly need a good a good internet source to be able to do that kind of crap. And I don't... They don't think about people in the Midwest, man. I know. They they want the East and West Coast. But, That's um, where the that... best internet is. That's where the gamers are when they're not. They're, they're really not. No. They're everywhere. But um, that ties in... To the next story, pulling uh, written by Tyler Fisher at uh, comicbook.com. And now this is all rumor and speculation. So take it with a grain of salt. Um, supposedly, Microsoft will be bringing an Xbox app and Xbox Game Pass to the Nintendo Switch. That's They're hilarious. Bringing, They're bringing Game Pass to the Switch? I thought they were just bringing supposedly. Xbox Live to the Switch. Supposedly, they're bringing Game Pass to Nintendo Switch, but they're also supposedly bringing um, first-party games to the Switch, starting with Ori and the Will of the Wisp. Um, interesting. I mean, enough, that one does play a lot like a Nintendo title. Right. Um, game Informer backs up these claims, as well as the word of Xbox you know, Game Pass coming to Nintendo platforms. But, I mean, with how Nintendo and Xbox have been buddy-buddy, I entirely 
see this being possible? Oh, Jack's barking. <laughs> Here's my voice. Ginger fucker's back. Where is he? Let me bite you his can't hear your voice. I'm using headphones. Somehow he just knows. <laughs> <laughs> and the door goes shut. <laughs> All right. Um, this last one I wanted to bring up is actually really cool. Written by um, Liana Rupert off of Convent Book Talk dot com again free 24 month xbox game pass membership for active duty and veterans what was that free 20 uh, two year xbox game pass membership for active duty and veterans microsoft is honoring both veterans and active duty personnel with the free 24 month subscription to their popular game service, Xbox Game Pass. The latest deal comes courtesy of Games to Grunts, a military-specific website that offers games to members of the military community. According to their website, quote, we've become experts at putting games into the, into the hands of troops and have learned a lot while distributing over 500,000 games since 2010. Because OSD... Is first and foremost about community support. We noticed that the mechanism for getting games to troops hindered our ability to loop those we serve back into the community to provide them and their families further support. Digital key distribution preceding to Games to Grunts program required sending a spreadsheet with gaming keys to a single point of contact on a post or in a unit, keeping us from cultivating a relationship at the individual level. Games to Grunts now solves this challenge by connecting OSD to the recipient, ensuring that they benefit from our services in a more personal and direct way while enjoyed great gains from partners supporting our military. That is amazing. And I, I fully support that. What do you guys think? I mean, it's a nice gesture. Only issue I take with it is it's Xbox that has no games, but <laughs> I mean it's a nice gesture. So I'll give them that. That's a good that's good on them. What about you, Peg? Yeah, it sounds like good. Sounds great. Well, do you guys have anything else to add? There is something I kind of it's not really a news article, but it's it's something. Um What's up? See, in this past week, on February 15th, several games released that I don't mm -hmm. even think anyone knows that came out other than maybe one or two of them. For one thing, on that day, Jump Force came out, which everyone is kind of oh, mad about. Because it, hell yeah. Story-wise, it kind of sucks, but I oh. mean, it's your favorite characters fighting against each other, and I think that's what everyone wanted in the first place. You know, I hate I hate to cut you off there real quick, um, DJ. Did you watch that video I sent you of a modder overriding Vegeta and Jump Force with fucking Shaggy? Yes, I've seen it played. Oh my god. I've seen them overlay Goku with Vegito, and he can go all the way to blue. Hell yeah. And mastered Ultra Instinct. But also, on that day, Crackdown 3 came out. That it did. I've heard a lot of mixed feelings. 
and Far Cry and New Dawn came out. Ooh, forgot about that. I don't know if it's just me, but I haven't seen a single advertisement for Far Cry since it was announced last year, and I thought it wasn't coming out until like like fall or winter, but no, it's out now. Wow. And the latest Metro game's also out. That had hit its whole debacle a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Exclusively on the Epic Game Store's Metro Exodus. Eh, I don't know. I've never been a big fan of the Metro series, if I'm going to be honest. It's just I find weird how many games come out that everyone's been hyping up for years and then suddenly nothing. Right. It's out and then no one cares. Oh. I, don't know, I just find it weird. No, I feel you there. Um, Pegasus, do you have anything to add? Uh, no, I, I just work here. <laughs> I just work here. <laughs> well, alright, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and cut the news here and jump into our second segment, and I hope to God Pegasus did not forget it this time. We will be right I back. I did not. I did not. He did. Good. Well, welcome back to the second segment where we'll talk about what we've been up to the last week, video game-wise, or anything else we would like to share. Pegasus, what have you been up to? So I want to tell a story real quick. You can decide whether to cut it out or not. I personally wouldn't, but you probably will because it involves Cameron. But I, I came across an old conversation from March, and it's like the most hilarious thing. It's between me, him, and Penguin in the group chat. And basically... Me and Cameron were just screwing around with each other. And then Cameron was like, I'm going radio silence now. And then I'm like, wait, what? And Penguin's just like, he's got a date. And we're all just like making fun of him. <laughs> and he posts a picture of this girl. And Penguin's just like, oh, what a cutie. And I respond, Cam, how the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> how'd you get this attractive female? It was very funny at the time, and it's funny now looking back. Okay, oh, it's my turn. I, I go first. Yeah. This segment. Hold on. Um, okay, so games I've played. Um, usual stuff, PS4, a little bit of Naruto, Storm Trilogy, a little bit of... How far are you into that now? I'm probably... I think I'm in the second to last or third to last arc of Storm 1. And okay. and as far as my Storm 3 playthrough, which I'm doing on stream, I'm not crazy far. Okay. I streamed Storm 3 today. I didn't stream the story mode. I kind of just did some battles for fun. <laughs> but you didn't come because you never come to my streams. Uh, I was actually, like, really busy today. I did some uh, housework. Did some sure. painting. I I did. You better have. Okay. Um, dead air. Oh, that I lovely swear, dead air. I also played my Pokemon Soul Silver Nuzlocke, which I'm Ew. doing with, which I'm doing with Manic and Platinum. What's you about that? I hate Nuzlocks. 
Okay, well, whatever. You don't know. You're not cool. <laughs> you, you suck. I anyway, care about my Pokemon. I do too. So, if you play a Nuzlocke, you don't care about your Pokemon. Yes, you do. Because then you get. No, you're willing to get rid of them at a moment's notice. Because they're dead. You have to respect the That's lore. That's gross. You have to respect the lore. That's not Pokemon's lore. Heathen. Okay, but anyway, the Soul Silver does luck. Disgusting heathens. It's going. It's going. I guess fine so far. I guess I um. I've had two deaths so far, and. Yeah, I did Falconer. I did Falconer hard mode, mm-hmm. and I, I, I would have wiped. I would have wiped. I should have wiped, but my Ekans gla- glared that Pidgeotto and then para flinch haxed it to 1 HP and then took the fall for the squad. It was intense. I could have wiped, but I only lost one Pokemon. Monster. And because, and because of what happened in the Gold Nuzlocke, which I'm doing with Gingy and Penguin, where I straight up wiped, I decided to just do Bugsy Easy Mode and throw a rock at his face and be done with it. That actually did not go as planned. Nothing died, but it got really close. I threw a rock at that cricket as I planned to. And the cricket lived on like 2 HP, used U-turn, brought my Geodude down to 2 HP, but then he switched into Metapod, so I just kind of like switched out, and I ended up killing the uh, Scyther later with Quillava. So, yeah. Anyway. I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. (laughs) Wait, no, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. Hold on. Also today, I played. Uh, I, I hung out with Penguin for a little while. We played. Um, we we're gonna play Smash, but her Wii U wasn't hooked up, and her her, her Wii U charger wasn't working. So we played Brawlhalla, nice. and then she got her. We got her Wii U. She got her Wii U charging broken, so we she got her Wii U charger to work. So we played Smash Four for a little while, and then. It was 8.30, and then I was getting added by Gingy, so we had to stop playing. Oh, I'm so sorry to interrupt. record this show. This dumb show, instead of play Smash. <laughs> anyway, that's it. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> DJ, what have you been up to, man? Um, I haven't really played anything this week. Just some Dokkan. I tried a little bit of Jump Force. How do you... How, how, does, how is it... Uh play like uh it plays control wise is it easy to to learn to be able to pull off the combos it's not terribly hard the only issue i have is with the ai it's kind of it kind of sucks to battle against the ai because how uh, similar or dissimilar they almost always guard how similar or dissimilar is it to uh j star's victory versus never played it oh okay it has a lot less characters than J-Star, and I know that's one of the biggest criticisms. Is that there? How many characters are there? Um, there's a lot. It's not. It doesn't have as much variety as J-Star's, from what, I, what I've what i been told. I know J-Star yeah, had like, like a ton of different 
ton of different franchises like Boba Bo yeah, and all like of that. Six Dragon Ball Z characters, so I'm like, there can't be that many like obscure characters. Yeah, there's forty player. There's forty characters, and like thirty of them are from My Hero Academia. There's only one at the moment. Oh, I thought that All Might was in it at least. He's a DLC character coming up. Oh, okay. Along with I still Bakugo. Can't get over. Get over that moment, the United States of Smash. And you haven't even watched the anime yet. <laughs> I haven't. I've been meaning to get around to it, actually. But I mean, you got Asuka from Black Clover. You got a bunch from Bleach. You got Boruto, uh, City Hunter, Dragon Ball, Dragon Quest, Fist of the North Star, Hunter Hunter, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, My Hero, Naruto, uh, One Piece... Roni Kenshin, Saint Seiya, Yu-Gi-Oh, and Yu Yu Hakusho. So you can have Yu-Gi fight Luffy. I, I'm very glad you could play as Yu-Gi. That was like my, my and in, for the DLC. That was they're my big sad Kaiba. point for J Stars. I was like, why can't you play as Yu-Gi? Come on now. And you have Kaiba coming as a DLC, so then you can use the Blue Eyes Ooh. White Dragon and probably Ooh. Obelisk, since Yu-Gi uses <laughs> Slifer as his. Big finish. Oh, yeah. Kaiba does have the blue eyes. Like dragon. I, I thought he had the red eyes, black Blue dragon. eyes. I know. Joey who had red the, eyes. I was about to say, who had the red eyes? Joey did. <laughs> Didn't a villain have it before him? I feel like Rex. I remember a villain having it. Oh, Rex okay. Raptor. And then Yugi had it for a little bit. Then after Battle City, gave it back to Joey. That was such okay, a now that, now that was such a hard six parter to get through. You remember that one, Jinji? Yeah. Where painful. Merrick tried to kill them by dueling each other to death. And losing a plunge still... into the ocean. Right. I had the ge- I literally had the Game Boy Advance video of those episodes. That 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 was just dark. And even Kaiba was like, holy crap. He tried to stop it, but no, they were going to drop a giant box on Taya. Which in the manga, that's even darker, because in the manga, she was holding a cyanide pill the whole time. In her mouth. God damn. The manga is dark. Manga don't mess around, boys. Ain't no Shadow Realm in there. Yeah, I literally owned like the Game Boy Advance video cartridge of that duel where they were going to get synced into the ocean. So you had worse video quality than YouTube. I did. <laughs> but I, I don't know. Just like a quick uh, tidbit. The favorite favorite um, season was Waking the Dragons. Which no one likes. I like it. Tamias, Critias, and Hermos. Hermon. Amazing. GX is better. Chaz it up. Chaz it up. Okay. Get out of here. Chaz was the worst. Chaz was the worst character. Chaz was the best. Kaiba no. will always be best rival. Chaz is nothing compared to Kaiba. Okay. Chaz is annoying, Chaz... especially with his especially when the Ojamas showed up. No, no, no. He got better when the Ojamas showed up. He used to be just generic and annoying. And then the Ojamas showed up and he became a great character. No, he was never a great character. Whatever, think what you want to think. Jaden's better than Yugi, I'll just but Kaiba's much just better than Chaz. Chaz it up. 
chaz it up. I'll never understand the chaz love. He was a, his his deck he along was fucking was annoying. Chaz it up. Zane was the true rival, and everyone knows it until he died. Oh sh! I forgot about that. Even though technically, when the season four came out in Japan, he did live, but was like permanently disabled from it. Because you know, going through a heart attack is not exactly easy. We didn't get season four because America's mean. Four kids is mean. They just said, "Hey, five Ds exist. Let's just skip this whole season of GX." Five Ds was amazing. You watch your tongue. Five Ds I didn't was say amazing. They shouldn't dub Five Ds. I just said they should dub season four of GX first, or at the same time. They wanted to release the synchro cards. Stardust Dragon. They should have dubbed them at the same ever. time. Then you've got double the Yu Gi Oh to air. And then they cut the final season of Five Ds too to go to Zexel. Yeah, cutting the final seasons of Yu Gi Oh became kind of a mainstay. Did they it cut the sucks, final seasons? They were of always Zexel the best too? seasons. I don't know. I didn't wa- I didn't like Zexel. The main character was annoying. Yeah, and Zexel's didn't tie into any of the like other Zexel. other seasons. Five Ds. Does anyone know one. how Link summoning works yet? I I kind of do, but not really. <laughs> I know it's I how they limit fusion. I didn't even know that they were past Yu-Gi-Oh Arc Five. I thought that's where they were. Yeah, Arc Five. No, they're done. on Vrains. You can watch it on Crunchyroll. I don't think there is a dub of Reigns out yet. I don't think so. I think the Arc 5 dub is still going. Yeah, Reigns is when they brought in the Link summoning and stuff. On Disney XD, the Arc 5 dub is still going. Hmm. I haven't seen Yu-Gi-Oh! promoted on XD. I've seen Beyblade. Beyblade's still a thing. That's shocking. It's it's going strong, actually. It's amazing how long it's been lasting. I do like how in the new toys, they finally added a new mechanic that makes it fun. Where if you hit the opponent hard enough, it'll cause the opponent's blade to explode. Yeah, it came yeah. back hard with Burst. It, it really fell off after, uh, after Metal Fury, but it came back hard with Burst. I like the Metal Fury stuff. There was a series in between. It was like Shogun or something where I think it yeah, kind of fell off. Yeah, that's when it fell off. The Shogun thing fell off, but then... I like the three series featuring the metal stuff. That was cool. I love yeah, the metal Yo, series. Is I remember still a loving thing. that as a kid. I didn't have the toys, though, because I was poor. I just watched the anime and f- wished I had the toys. Oh, that's why they still do that. Four kids still somewhat exist, only it works for Konami. <laughs> I thought Four Kids was like a clothing company now. Uh, no, they're 4K Media Inc., currently owned by Konami. Oh. They're responsible for the English language dubs, mainly the Yu Gi Oh franchise. Oh, okay. Oh, what else says? Four Kids. Other than that, I Both really haven't been up to much. I haven't even Are one of you watching Kingdom Hearts 3 anymore since I beat it. Are of this podcast? Nah, yes. That, that's my mom. I need to get back to Kingdom Hearts 3 eventually to finish getting the Ultima weapon. 
Hey, Gingy, here's a spoiler for Kingdom Hearts 3. The ultimate weapon is red. Yes. Whoa. Red's the best color ever. And it comes out at max level once you get everything. But you got to play through every single minigame in the game to get all the ingredients. Is there a Winnie the Pooh world for more minigames? I'm about to it's, say that. It's three minigames in the last 10 minutes. Huh? That blew my mind. I found out the other day that Pooh's a girl. No. Pooh's not a girl. Winnie the Pooh is not a girl. Yes. Winnie the Pooh is not a girl, Gingy. Yes. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Proof. Show me definitive proof. Winnie yeah, the I Pooh, will. Wikipedia, information, nickname, Pooh Bear, Pooh, species, bear, gender, male. I'm telling you. Anyway. I don't know where you else? read that, but someone's screwing so with what, you. Proof for, it, proof for it didn't happen. I like picker it didn't happen. Like, seriously. Like, oh my god. Anyway. Anything Moving else, on. DJ? No. All right, well, I myself... I guess I've I'll done go ahead absolutely and nothing with his life. Actually, Just video game wise, I've been. <laughs> no, but um, leading up to uh my question or my uh opener from uh the beginning of this episode, being disappointed, I've been playing um Dragon Ball Legends, grinding through the story, and I got to the point in the story. Where Shallot joins, and this is Dragon Ball Legend spoiler. Um, anyway, he joined the Ginyu Ginyu Force, and I'm not gonna lie, I am severely disappointed. That's but they become such like, good friends. That's a thing for like all custom Dragon Ball characters. That was a plot point in Ultimate Tenkaichi too. He didn't do it, but like he got close. No one cares about Ultimate Tenkaichi. I liked it, okay? I, well, I you're was, wrong. I like, the only human being who liked it. That's like saying you like Battle of Z. I don't like Battle of Z. Battle Nobody liked Battle of Z. Even though it's the first time we had God and Beerus. It looks fun. It looks like a fun co-op game, though. I feel like a lot of the bad Dragon Ball games have that going for it. Dragon Ball Sagas has that going for it. But, yeah, I mean, disappointed... Very but he got to pose. They made an exclusive animation just to show him posing. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. That's so just you've wasted time and money to do that. <laughs> they What's animated so it. What's so bad about the Ginyu Force? Because do you want to explain my hatred Ginyu. for it? <laughs> yeah, explain your hatred for the Ginyu Force. I want to know this. I'll let DJ explain it. It's because okay, Dokkan no, no. Battle kept giving him Ginyu cards every time he did multi-summons. <laughs> it's annoying. <laughs> That's the only reason he hates the L- Ginyus, even though the is Ginyus there, have some of the best cards in the game. Is there an LR Ginyu Force? Yes, sure? there is. There's two of them. Okay. There's LR Goku Ginyu and LR Ginyu. Oh, I'm. I meant there should be like a group LR for the whole. There it that it they are. Okay, they are group LRs. Okay. 
And I have both of them. Just one not all at LR yet. But yeah, speaking of Dokkan, I have the um, Dragon Ball Super Broly event pretty much 100%ed. It's not giving me Broly's. It would have been funny if you... I haven't pulled Broly yet either. It would have been funny if you spent the entire thing... No, I mean the event Broly that you rainbowed. I'm not getting any of them. It would have been funny if you'd spent that entire iTunes gift card you got on Dragonstones. I think he did. No, No, you bought... No, you bought uh, XCOM. Yeah. XCOM Enemy Within. I've been um in Donut Country. Playing that as well. Um I've also uh just speaking of experience today, I've been playing um Pokemon Go because as of tonight with uh recording, there was a essentially like a Pokemon Go community day, but it was with research um tasks to get Clam Pearl. And I managed to get a shiny clam pearl, which was kind of nice. And um, while I was doing the research for clam pearl, I came across a full odd shiny wingle, which kind of made my day. But it's wingle. Wingle is awesome. By the way, speaking of Dokkan, I cannot wait until our four-year anniversary later this year because I want all those GTLRs. Are we getting Super Saiyan 4 Gohan? No. What? Ah, that's bullshit. We're not getting. We're not getting super. We're not getting hero stuff yet. Super Saiyan 4 Gohan does exist, but it's exclusive to Dragon Ball Super Heroes. No, but in in Japan, where the four-year anniversary is currently going on, they've released six GTLRs. The first one to come out is they turned the B-Pan LR. She can go to LR State. Um, then they had a dual Dokkan Fest for LR Super Saiyan 4 Goku and LR Super Saiyan 4 Vegeta. I'd love to play Dokkan. Too bad I'm never And then they released another event just afterwards where you can pull either LR Super Baby 2 or LR Goku Pan and Trunks. And then in Battlefield, you can get enough of the medals to be able to purchase LR Majub. Because I count on Jinji for things in my life. It's a bad idea. <laughs> it really is. He can barely provide for himself. Hey, fuck you. You know um, it's true. What else? I'll get, that iPad in a, I'll get that iPad when I come up there, like a year from now. You want the broken one? <laughs> I'm getting yeah, it you repaired. You won't actually. even get it fixed by then. That'll, you can't even what... get a car fixed. Are you talking about... You know, I'll cut this part out. Are you talking about the Prius? Yes. No, that thing died. <laughs> like, so yeah, legitimately died to the point to where I was quoted just starting. It would cost about $4,000 to repair it. Fuck that. I'm not, I'm not putting that into it. But, um, what else have I played this week? I played more of XCOM. Um, there is a collaboration event between um, PUBG Mobile and Resident Evil 2. I played the uh, the game mode, and to be honest, it's it's very stressful. If I'm going to be perfectly honest, 
Um, with, with the zombies popping up, I even came across um, Mr. X a few times, and I kind of pissed myself a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else have I played? I've played the uh, the new demo for um, Yoshi's Woolly World or Crafted World. Sorry, uh, has is out on the Switch, and I played through the demo. I. It's a very, very cute game. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed playing it. What else have I... Have I played? I've also played the oh, Trials demo. Is you that know, fun? The, the, the biking game? What, Yoshi? Yeah. No, yeah. The biking game. <laughs> is that yeah, fun? Yeah, honestly it is. It's a lot of fun. Definitely a time killer when I'm waiting for a few of my games to update. Because I made... Do you have a I question clicked, for you? Yeah. How would you react if Alex gets older and he doesn't like Pokemon? That won't happen. <laughs> if it does happen, what would you do? I have no son. <laughs> you'd uh, you'd throw him in the woods with a small pocket knife and a Game Boy Color with Pokemon Silver in it and be like, "Survive. This is your only entertainment." No, he he loves Pokemon. I mean, I'll tell this story here but um earlier today he was very cranky and i tried getting him to take a nap right and he just he was he wasn't having it and it took me to play the theme songs of pokemon specifically the stand tall one from the x and y anime and it took me to play that song and even sing it for him to actually go to bed wait to take a nap Stand Tall from X and Y? I don't remember that one. That's the last X and Y opening, is it? The briefest yeah, song ever. <laughs> oh, I remember that now. It was only like 20 seconds long. Yeah, but there's a full extended version of it. It was a very... It was a very it's not much longer. <laughs> it, was a very, it was a very disappointing successor to Be a Hero. Be a Hero was a really good song. Oh, by the way, Jinji, going back to Dokkan... You did remember that uh, your new Gogeta is a Realm of Gods one, right? Oh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> He's Super Saiyan Blue. You can put him on your Realm of Gods team, too. He's in so many categories. He leads movie heroes and fusions, and he's a Realm of Gods. <laughs> oh, and also, if it goes the way Japan is, we could finally be getting the Dragon Ball Fusions characters back. Hell yes. Because they came back in Japan, and then they added them to the general pool so you can pull them like any other random SSR. Hell yeah, dude. So you could finally have the ones like the Caroli I have. <laughs> I miss Dragon Ball Fusions. I don't know where my copy is. I'll probably buy a new one if I get some spare change, because that was a good <laughs> But um, that about covers my week. So I think with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and drop it here and go into our third segment. We will be right back. But anyway, welcome back. Oh, my God, that is a gorgeous figure. Yes, yes, it is. All right. Um, welcome to the third segment of the show where we will pick a topic about anything under the 
video game sun and have a discussion about it. Pegasus, what are we talking about today? We're talking about the Game Boy Advance, and I'm not reading the article because I'm too tired to keep my eyes open. Well, I have an article. Ooh. The Game Boy Advance has a small little blurb in my retro book from the last time I did this crap. (laughs) Do tell, do share. Let's see here. making sure I have the whole section here. I'm about to say, while you're pulling that up, because I can at least... Um, The Game Boy Advance, uh, let's see, released in Japan March 21st of 2001, North America, June... uh, June 11th of 2001 and Europe in June 22nd of 2001 Um, lifetime um, units sold as of June 30th of 2010 81.51 million units moving them unit okay it doesn't really have anything on the Game Boy in here just a little thing about what it was They call it a color iteration of Nintendo's successful handheld came along in 2001 and dominated the market. It was the first landscape Game Boy. Yes, uh, clearly better graphics compared to its predecessor, the Game Boy Color. It was fantastic. Fantastic system. It had one of my favorite um, game series of all time on it. I mean, besides being Pokemon, that's Mega Man Battle Network. And soon we'll get to see how it stands up in a death battle against the other Mega Man. Subscribe to the Death Battle channel. It's no longer Screw Attack, it's just Death Battle. The... Okay, so my my other game book that I just got recently has a better, has a bigger blurb here on the Advanced. Okay. So let's see here. Launch price. Holy crap. It launched at $99. Wow. Had a processor, the ARM 7TDMI at 16.8 megahertz. It had two, it ran on two AA battle, two AA batteries for the original model. Can you remember using batteries for this crap? Right. And then if you don't have batteries and if you forgot to get them when you were at the store, you're kind of SOL. Pretty much. It had a resolution of 240 by 160 pixels. And it sold over 80 million. Not 80 million dollars, 80 million systems. The original Game Boy Advance never existed, it's just the SP. (laughs) Okay, so here it goes. It took 12 years for Nintendo to create a true successor to its massively popular Game Boy handheld console. Released in 2001, the Game Boy Advanced... Uh, shortened a GBA, improved on the original Game Boy with a 32-bit processor, new shoulder buttons, and a larger color screen. With an impressive game library that had strong third-party support and first-party bestsellers mm-hmm. like Pokemon and Mario Kart, the Advance became another hit for Nintendo, selling more than 80 million units in just six years. One major flaw of the handheld, however, was its non-backlit screen, which was difficult to see without direct light and would be fixed in later redesigns. Are we talking all models of the SP? Because it also has one here on the SP and the micro. Yes. 
We'll go ahead and bring those up as well. Two years after the launch of the Game Boy Advance, Nintendo updated the handheld with a clamshell design and released it as the Game Boy Advance SP. Almost half the size of the original, the SP had a built-in rechargeable battery and front-lit LCD screen. In 2005, Nintendo released the Game Boy Micro, a short-lived variant that was drastically smaller than the original and featured interchangeable faceplates. I don't think anyone really remembers the Micro. I never owned one. Well, I think it had a lot of bad things with it. Like, it couldn't run the other Game Boy games. It could only play Game Boy Advance games. The only Game Boy Advance was the SP. About to say, the um, little bit of a tidbit fact about the Game Boy Advance, the best-selling game of all time on the Game Boy Advance was Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire, which sold a combination Boo! of 16 million. Boo! Ruby and Sapphire was amazing. Pegasus, there, shut your mouth. Nope, they're terrible. They're the worst Pokemon games. Why? Because they're so bad. How are they bad? The, re- the region is terrible. No, it's not. The new, po- the new Pokemon are hit or miss. The reliance on HMs is asinine. Sounds more like you're talking about Unova. <laughs> Unova barely used TMs. The region was, I mean TMs, barely used HMs. The region was fine. No, Unova had a lot more problems than Generation 3 ever did. The only issue I ever had with Gen 3 was you couldn't transfer over Pokemon from gold and silver. Yeah, that was my major major flaw. Everything else was fine. Oh, by the way, it lists here is that the Game Boy Advanced over its lifetime had over 30,000 colors. Wow. I think it's all because of all the faceplates the Micro had, honestly. And that's right. so many different designs and limited editions the Game Boy Advanced had. Remember all those also, Pokemon the ones? Style, the art mm-hmm. style of the overworld sprites in Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald was really shitty. Dude. That sounds like just a you problem. I've never heard anyone criticize it. Like, not like that, anyway. <laughs> Guess what's on the next page for this thing? What? The Game Boy Advanced e reader. Oh, oh yeah. that was so fantastic. Even though no one ever used it. With the e-reader Dude, accessory, why are you GBA the only users human could being to ever praise the GBA e-reader. Why are you just the, the, the arbiter of the GBA e-reader? That's so weird. I never had any. I never even had the e-reader. I had it for a little bit, but I mainly did the uh, the Pokemon e-reader cards. With the e-reader accessory, GBA do? users could unlock games and features through collectible cards. Players could load early NES-era games such as Balloon Fight, Tennis, and Urban Champion by buying card packs and scanning specialized barcodes printed on the card edges. The e-reader came bundled with sample cards and included a full version of the Game & Watch game Manhole. What did the e-reader do for uh, Pokemon, Jindy? Um, I can't Pokemon remember specifically. Battles and items on it, didn't it? Yeah, and didn't and then one of them a, have the dash dash? One of them was the Eon card, wasn't it? Yes. That's how you got the Eon ticket to get the other legendary mm-hmm. dragon. Yes. Also, but it's also really cool that they have like a tear apart here of the Game Boy Advance, like going through all the screen and microchips and stuff. I'll mm-hmm. take a picture here and send it. Do 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 smart technology. But yeah, Game Boy Advance. Get out of the way, microphone. Cool console. Had the worst Pokemon game on it. But Fuck off, Peg. 
Everyone knows the worst Pokemon game was Pokemon Dash. Okay, I'm talking a- main series. Uh, we and can Pokemon all agree Channel. Pokemon Dash is the worst. <laughs> hey, Pokemon Channel is great. Shut up. <laughs> I'll defend so there's a little Pokemon tear apart of the Game Boy Advanced. I'll Brutal. defend Pokemon Channel until I die. Mm, that's your fault for watch for going through something that was pointless. But um, what's your guys' favorite favorite memories of the Game Boy? I mean, mine specifically. I mean, besides Pokemon, was playing the Battle Network games of Mega Man. All of them: Battle Network One, Two, Three Blue, and Three White. Four Red Sun, Four Blue Moon, Team uh, BN Five, Team Colonel, and Team Protoman, and BN Six, Cybeast, Gregar, and Cybeast Faladar. Love the shit out of that series. I have a lot of childhood memories of the Game Boy Advance itself, but I do have childhood memories of its games because I owned a Nintendo DS Lite, so that's how I played my GBA games. I played games like Legacy of Goku 2 was among my first GBA games, and that was fun, even though I didn't get very far because I was a dumb child. Um... I had Spyro. I had one of the Spyro 3D fucking whatever you'll call those games. Season of Ice and Season of Flame, I think was their title. I also recently, like a couple years back, I bought an SP. I've since lost it because I'm dumb, but I had an SP and I had a... I actually, because I, I, I had a morbid curiosity, I bought Spyro Orange and Crash Purple. Speaking of Spyro, Spyro Fire and Ice was really good. Were those the GBA ones? Yeah. I remember having a few GBA games, but I specifically remember playing a lot was Pokemon Sapphire, uh, Spider-Man Ooh. 2, and it was a... Star Wars game, but I can't remember what it was based on. I want to say it was based on Attack of the Clones. I remember it being a whole lot of fun. But I think I played Sapphire through like several times, constantly redoing the game. Because you like bad games. I don't know what your issue is with Kanto. I think it's just because you probably started on a later Pokemon before them. My issue is with Hoenn, not with Kanto. I love Kanto. Whatever. What, did you not like uh, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire? No, I actually think they improved on Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald very much. And I actually love them. They're, they blew their source material out of the water. Uh, you, sound like the, you sound like the IGN reviewer. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't too much water, though. They blew it out of the water, but there wasn't too much of it. Yeah, I still think your problems with the original ones are... Pretty minimal. It's just a you thing. Whatever. I can just feel the love between the two of you right now. Hey, considering I played Sapphire for like 10 years straight, I have my own connections to it, and I know you had your own connections to your very special copy of Ruby. Yeah, and I can... I'll delve into that. Um, When I was 13, my grandmother for my birthday, gave me a copy of Pokemon Ruby. Because at that time, I already had Sapphire. I still have that very same cartridge to this day. Though, unfortunately, the battery died out on it. Oof. 
So now the game will not boot up anymore. And now, granted, I have another copy of Ruby, but I refuse to I get rid of. The internal of... battery was just for saves. It won't even boot up. No, it, it's it's fried. I don't know what. He played it too much. He loved it too much. And I I can't I I won't get I'm rid of it. Sorry, you have bad taste. Pegasus, I swear to God. Sounds like Pegasus hasn't played very many Pokemon games. I've played literally all of them. Well, stop hating on him. Be a true Pokemon fan and love every single game. Quick quick side tangent. What's everybody's favorite Pokemon game so I can tell you if you're right or wrong? <laughs> Absolute favorite? Yes. Mm, probably Soul Silver. That's a that's a pretty good answer, Gingy. Mm. That's a toughie. I think I'm gonna gonna have to go with Emerald. Fuck you. The correct answer was Pokemon X and Y. X and Y has its own problems. Every Pokemon game has problems, especially with the rival X trainers in X and Y. Problem. Yeah, they, they were annoying. X and Y started the worst rival series. Eh, I liked them, but um, fine characters, but they were terrible rivals. I think Serena was an okay rival, and Shauna was kind of okay. Tierno and Trevor were kind of bad. Let's see. I decided to look up some of the Game Boy Advance's accessories. Let's see if anyone remembers them. Uh, The first one they list is the wireless adapter that came with Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green. Yes. Did that ever work? Yes. I had a lot of problems with it. Oh. I figured it did work. I, no, I assume I personally had a lot of problems with it. Uh, there was a Game Boy Advanced infrared adapter. Never had that. This adapter was included with the game Cyber Drive Zoids, and is as it is only compatible with this game and the latest GBA Pokemon games. This adapter was not sold separately. This is also the currently the only Game Boy Advanced accessory that was, has not been remade for the Game Boy Micro. Hmm. The next one was the GameCube Game Boy Advance Link Cable. Yeah, I remember that. Link Cable is used to connect Game Boy Advance to the GameCube gaming console. It is intended for inter- intro... Pokemon XD, Gale Darkness, and Coliseum. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it also worked for Wind Waker. Ooh, that it did. Couldn't you use the GBA just as like a GameCube controller? In certain games. Oh, I was like, somebody should play Melee with a game. You could also use it for Metroid Prime to unlock the fusion suit for Metroid Fusion. That I did not know. It worked for the Chow and Sonic Adventure 2 and some of the other Sonic games. But so even speaking of um, Metroid, did you guys hear that um, Metroid Prime 4 has its development completely restarted? Yep. Yes, we talked about it on the show as news, Gingy. Well, I was more referring that to DJ. Yeah, I saw. I'm more hoping that they release the Prime Trilogy on the Switch soon, so I can play it for once. Oh, the Prime series were so good. I tried playing Prime 3 and I couldn't understand the controls because the Wii has terrible controls. The Wii had god-awful controls. That it did. I'll give you that one. But um, it also sorry. lists here 
the Playan, an MP3, MP, MPEG4 player for the Game Boy Advance and DS. Wow. It had an SD card slot, too, that you could use oh. for your thing. You could hmm. listen to music or watch videos. And then there was the e- e-reader that we talked about. You could also play games like Donkey Kong and Excite Bike. And, of course, everyone's favorite, the Game Boy Advanced Video. Yeah. Where you could watch shows like Pokemon, SpongeBob, Quer- SpongeBob SquarePants, Sonic X, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Yu-Gi-Oh, Shrek, Ninja Turtles, Shrek 2, Shark Tales, and the most amazing Dragon Ball series ever, Dragon Ball GT. Yeah, buddy. It had the Gogeta episode, I believe, in, on that one. Where you could watch Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta wreck shit, because he's awesome. Now, and, and this is a quick question to not get off onto another tangent. Which fusion did you like better? The GT Gogeta or this Dragon Ball Super Broly Gogeta? As far as the, the act of their fusion. Wait, the act of the fusion. The act of the fusion, how they fuse to become Gogeta. Which scenario did you like better? The GT scenario or the Dragon Ball Super Broly scenario? Scenario-wise, I would have to give it to GT, because in GT, it was Vegeta's idea. And that kind of lends it more weight. I will agree with you on that one. Fight-wise, it was Super Broly. Battle-wise, since Super Saiyan Blue Gogeta did a lot more, that was a more epic fight. But scenario-wise, I think Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta holds more weight, since it was Vegeta that suggested it. And we all know Vegeta would never normally suggest to do that idiotic dance. That's true. Huh, apparently it was also a mobile adapter for the Game Boy Advance. Hmm. You can connect it to mobile phones for remote play. It was released in Japan and was compatible it was compatible with Pokemon Crystal. Okay, yeah, I knew that. Knew that part. What's everybody's favorite Game Boy Advance game? Let's get the main question. Um, Pokemon Sapphire. Fuck off. Po- uh, Gingy. As far as that way goes, I'm going to have to go with Pokemon Ruby. But okay. non-Pokemon-wise, my favorite Game Boy Advance title was Mega Man Battle Network 3 Blue version. Non-Pokemon for me would have to be Spider-Man 2. Um, non-Pokemon for me, because if it wasn't non-Pokemon, it'd be Fire Red and Leaf Green, is probably, hmm, actually it's probably Dragon Ball Advanced Adventure. Which one was that one? That was the one based on the, it's a beat-em-up based on the original Dragon Ball. Uh, I think I've seen that. I don't care much for the original Dragon Ball. It's really good. The art style is perfect. It's honestly, Gingy, a quick addendum to the mini review section of last episode. I think I don't think I was generous enough. Let me let me redact my original score and give Advanced Adventure nine out of ten pixels. Okay. 
But um, with that being said, I think we're going to cut the topic here. Overall, the Game Boy Advance was very fantastic system. Solid console, and it's become like really... When it hit the SP, it became a solid console. Let's all be serious here. <laughs> yep. No one it, cared it, about it, the micro. The, the thought, uh, the, the memory came back to me with my black Game Boy Advance that I used to have. I couldn't tell you what happened to it, but for the longest time, because, you know, I, I spilled um, milk on it, and uh, it was stuck, because with the Game Boy Advance, you could play Game Boy Color games on it as well. And... um. Uh-huh. It was stuck in Game Boy Color mode. So if I tried to put a Game Boy Advance tile in my, that black Game Boy, it would not work. Huh, weird. And then just out of, really out of the blue, it went back to normal. But yeah, very... Okay, before very we end this segment, I found the weirdest unofficial accessory for this game, for this console ever. What? It's yeah. called the Gluco Boy. A blood glucose a blood glucose monitor with built-in gains released in Australia in 2007 for children with diabetes. What the? F- this is the first time I'm hearing of that. And it, yeah, so that was a look, thing. Somebody want to look on eBay with- for a Gluco Boy and hook me up? <laughs> like I just scrolled up and I was like, Gluco Boy, what the? F- what the frick? What? <laughs> somebody hook me up with a Gluco Boy. Also, there was a TV tuner for it. Wow. Game Boy Advance video, but with live TV. It could store up to 99 channels. But it's a great one. <laughs> All right. But yeah, so that, even the Game Boy Advance had its own weird accessories, just like the Game Boy. All right, oh, with I that being mentioned. said... I forgot to mention, I feel like I'm obligated to mention this. I mentioned Gingy earlier, and he's very happy about it. I went to the mall today, and I bought this little rubber duck that you put on the end of a charger. I fucking need it in my life. It looks like it's coming into the duck's mouth. I need it in my life. You don't need any more ducks. <laughs> Otherwise, you'll no, be but... quackers. <laughs> I'll be driving everyone quacky. So it's time for the new segments that that uh, DJ doesn't know what they are. I think this is the point where I hit mute. <laughs> well, not yet. Um, Pegasus made uh, a slight boo boo last episode. We're not exactly going to have a review every single. Episode. If we do happen to have one, we will go ahead and have the the, the topic. But oh, okay. I, I don't. Least, I thought that at least one of us was going to bring a review every episode. No, I I don't have a game to review this week. Well, I have one this week. Oh well, then in that case, take it away. If it's not Anthem, don't. Oh, well, I am going to take it away anyway, despite what you just said. Um, <laughs> the game I'm reviewing today is actually brawlhalla it's a freeware game for the ps4 and probably for pc and xbox one Gigi, you want to tell me for what consoles it's for and when it was released you just told us i i said probably pc and xbox one and i'm not sure and i did not tell you when it was 
Our lovely DJ is looking it up. No information. Yes, there's information. Literally, just look up Brawlhalla. I am. It's just giving me YouTube videos. I swear to God, if I find the two seconds, hate. Okay, there we go. Now it finally loads it. Okay, good. Let's see. Microsoft Windows, Mac OS, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch released worldwide uh, on Windows, Mac OS, and PlayStation on October 17th, 2017. Released on the Xbox One and the Switch November 6th, 2018. Developed and published by Blue Mammoth Games. Okay, yeah, Brahala is a game by Blue Mammoth Games. It's developed as a sort of freeware competitor to Super Smash Bros., it's kind of a similar concept. You fight, you hit each other. Says it has Rayman in it. <laughs> yes, it does have Rayman in it. You hit each other, you have a gauge that can go from white to red, and once it's at red, it's easy to knock you off the stage. There's stock mode, there's time mode. It's 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 great value smash. It, it, it's it's great value Walmart brand smash. <laughs> Except there's weapons in this one. You can either punch normally, or you can ha- have one of two weapons for each character. Would you pick up as you fight? And yeah, that's basically it. It's great value smash. It's not that remarkable. The graphics are kind of lazy. The You have to pay to unlock all the characters. If not, you get like a rotating cast of like nine that changes every once in a while. It's it's not the best in the world. I give Brawlhalla for its price a 7 out of 10 pixels, but judging it as a game with its price not being a factor, I give it 6 out of 10. Hmm. Alright. Well, that has been the uh, review corner. So with that being said, we are going to jump into our bullshit segment. Which like we did like we did last week, we read the first chapter of Pegasus's fan fiction, which I still myself don't personally care for, but we will Continue reading it anyway. It's a meme now. Yes. I don't expect you to enjoy <laughs> it. I expect you to enjoy it ironically. If anything, I'm more anxious to see how DJ is going to react and then presumably to rip you a new one with uh, a plethora of insults. I was 12, okay. Only a 12 year old would write Sweet Life on Deck, Full Metal Alchemist, crossover fan fiction. Yeah, I really don't want to hear this at all. Yeah, please don't. Please just local mute me. I mean, local mute Jinji because he's reading it. And just if we're gonna read anything. Let's read something good, like the Dragon and the Force or something. No, we're reading my cringy fan fiction because it's gonna be funny. Do you want more viewers or not? It's <laughs> gonna get you more viewers. It's funny. It's ironically funny. Cringy doesn't equal funny. Cringy and funny are not mutually inclusive. 
Did you just just pull up the thing and read it? Let's get this over with. Sweet Life in Amatrice Chapter 2. Let me know when you're done reading, because I am seriously not going to listen to this. (laughs) Yes, please don't. I'm going to take the headphones off. You ping me when you're done. Yeah, I'll let let you fucking do that. I don't necessarily want to do this myself. Anyway, the next day, Ed awoke. Ready to get going. Rise and shine, oh. sleepy head. Time to get over to the sleep quarters at Central Command CL, Edward yelled. You're I'm so already in my angry. sleeping quarters, and it's only 7 a.m. I don't get up that early, Zach said. Yes, you do, oh. Cody said. Yeah, I catch up on sleep in class. This time, I don't have a class to sleep in. Wait, I don't have a class to sleep in. Vacation, I'm baby. To meet you too. Zach excitedly stated, "I'll go with you." Bailey said, "Me too." Cody agreed. "Oh yeah, because you're so selfless." Bailey said sarcastically, "Yeah, yeah well, it's point. not like you're any better, you pig." Mm. Jesus Christ! <laughs> are we going to Central Command? Or are you two going to bicker all day? Ed stated, tired of the argument. We're going to Central. So shut up, Bailey. And let's go to Central, Cody exclaimed. You shut up, Bailey, furiously shouted. You shut up, Cody retaliated. You both need to shut up. Edward screamed. You're right, let's go. Bailey said, fine, you're coming, Zach. Whatever, Zach says. He got out of bed and stated, let's go, Ed said. Then with no further delay, they left the hospital. You read with, like, no correct emphasis. You just, like, spit words out of your mouth. I'm reading word for word what your thing says. I know, but you, like, don't put emphasis on dialogue. You don't, like, transition through sentences. You're just word dumping. <laughs> no, I'm I'm tired. I don't have the emphasis to actually um, put into this. Uh, Edward went to Mustang. It's kind of jumping all over the place. Edward went to Mustang's office where Al and Mustang were waiting for him. Hey, Full Metal, how are you doing? Mustang asked. Uh, I'm doing fine. Just now, why the hell did you call me here, Ed asked, not hesitating at all. I just want to welcome you back and remember, your assessment day is next week, Mustang said, and I'm thinking of taking the state alchemy exam, Al said. Are you sure, Al? You've seen how the hardships I've gone through because I'm a state alchemist, Edward said. I thought about that, but I decided now that I have a body for them to... I really hope DJ isn't listening to this. I want to be a state alchemist alongside you, Al said. All right, well then, I better pass my assessment so I'm still a state alchemist when you become one. Ed said, hey, I have an idea. How about for an assessment we have a rematch? The whole military wants to see us fight again, Mustang suggested. Okay, challenge accepted. This time I'll beat your ass. Ed said smudly. We'll see, and if you win, I'll promote you to Brigadier General. Mustang what a mouth said. I know. Okay, I like this steak. See you next week, Mustang said. Meanwhile, at the hospital, one certain blonde auto male mechanic woke up in her hospital bed. Bailey, Cody, Zach, Ed, they left me here. Winry yelled. Who will win the battle, Ed Ed or Mustang? What new adventures will unfold as Al prepares to take the alchemy exam? Will Renry hit everyone in the head with their wrench because they forgot her? Find out in Sweet Life and Amateurist Chapter 3, Full Metal vs. Flame again. Wow, you are very tired. 
I am exhausted. But yes, let let's. The, let me find the recording server so I can ping DJ. <sighs> Are you done? Yeah, we're done. Yes. It was the most heinous thing I've ever not heard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't really read it that enthusiastically, but um, that has been the bullshit segment. Hey, so that hey hold said, on. This doesn't exist for just the fan fiction. Maybe we want to talk about something for a second. Oh, then what what'd you have in mind? All right. I brought a question for you people that isn't video game related for the bullshit segment. <laughs> Guys, what what is your favorite show to watch on Netflix? Jinji Go. I don't really watch Netflix. I mean, um, Netflix is the do. office, but I primarily watch Hulu. Okay, DJ. Um, it was Phineas and Fur, but that's not on there anymore. Oh, that's so I would have to I have to look it up real quick because there was another show, but I don't remember what it was called. <laughs> oh, basically, it's just it was just a little cartoon show where, um, yeah, this Mexican kid and he could see ghosts, and two ghosts would follow him. One from the past, that was like a an old knight, and you had this other girl that looked like she was from the 2000s, because this takes place in, like, like the early 1900s or something, or whatever, and she's, like, got a cell phone and all that, and she's a ghost haunting this kid, and then his village gets attacked by the undead. It goes, it disappears, so he and them have to fly off, and then they start experiencing other cultures, mythical legends and stuff. What the we hell kind of show is this? You have my attention. It, it was amazingly, it was amazing, especially when it got to the end to find out the the his the story behind the ghost girl. I need to remember what it was called. I I need to go to listeners. If you can tell us what the show is called, you win. I can find it real quick. I just got to go to Pan Pizza. <laughs> what about you, Peg? My favorite show to watch on Netflix is probably Arrow. Uh, of course, it would be. What? What's so bad about Arrow, Jinji? No, nothing's wrong with Arrow. No, as far as Hulu wise, though, I love um, bench um, watching King of the Hill and started watching. Oh, what's it called? Uh, letter Letter Candy Problems. I think that's the, the show. Fuck are you Bunch talking of about? <laughs> Bunch of fucking rednecks. And you know, I completely well, no, forgot to on um, Netflix. That's always good. Mention in the uh, play segment. I've also been playing Detective Pikachu on the 3DS because I've been wanting to finish the you know beat Detective Pikachu before the movie comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Legend that. Quest. Legend Quest is the name. Okay. Quest, I might okay. watch this Legend Quest. Yep. The plot is when a gifted preteen Leo San Juan and the inhabitants of his Mexican village are attacked by a host of otherworldly creatures, Leo's ghostly friends, Teodora, Don Andres, and, Alahi- and Alabrije join him on a quest to foil an evil overlord who plans to eradicate mankind from the annals of history. They are aided in their mission by a band of powerful allies and an assortment of legendary creatures from around the world. <clears throat> Damn. 
Oh, that's right. The, he's not a knight. He's a conquistador. And the ghost girl is a 12-year-old girl from the future. Yes, it does eventually explain how that works. Okay. Interesting. Okay, yeah, but... and the main the main enemy that they're going against, it's Quetzalcoatl. Ooh. And they go up against other creatures, such as uh, Baba Yaga. Uh, I think the Chupacabra was one episode. Uh, they had the Ghost of Medusa. Uh, Fenrir, the Tooth Fairy, Kaiju, a whole a whole assortment of ones. There was even a Gollum episode. Hmm. Mm, it's only thirteen episodes, but it is amazing. My family, my my mom, my mom and I and my sister all binged it in an afternoon, and it was just amazing. It's been renewed for a second season, but this show came out in twenty seventeen. So it, it's we're still we're kind of still wondering where where the rest of it's coming. I hope it, I hope more is coming because it was really great. Okay. And for those people out there, it's heavily diverse. So, man, there you, know. you go. Don't be hating on this show. It's great. I mean, God forbid if you're offended in 2019. Oh God, you're End offended. Get over world. it. No one cares if you're offended. But with that, well, look up said, Legend Quest on Netflix. It's amazing. Oh, I certainly will. Is uh, it's a Netflix exclusive. Definitely have to look into it. But with that being said, I think we are. Hold on, real quick. I have a curiosity. Yeah. What the, Jesus What's up? Christ! Shut your mouth, Gingy. Um, I you've probably told me this, but I don't remember. So I'm gonna ask. And you can tell our listeners, the both of you, did you guys go to college? If so, what did you study? I dropped out of college. What were you studying before you dropped out? What were your classes? Um, I was studying to be a civil engineer, and then I realized I wanted no part. Oh, damn. Did you go to college, or did they not let you in because you're ginger? Gingy. Fuck you. <laughs> he practically flunked out of high school. I did Oof. not. Well, the high school hated you either way. Oh, oh, yeah. Cause the fucking principal knew me from middle school, and he was a fucking asshole. He cared more <laughs> about the football team. Right. If you weren't in sports, he didn't give two fucks about you. But I technically went to college for six weeks for a auto mechanic course. But no, I never, never really went to school. I mean, I thought about it going back to um, get uh, journalism because I kind of want to do that a little bit, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't have any plans to go back to college anytime soon. All righty. We can move on now, JD. All right. Well, with that being said, it has been a very long episode. Pegasus, where can our listeners find you, buddy? They can find me in my bed sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> find me on Twitter at Pegasus the Game One. On YouTube as Pegasus the Gamer. I'm the host of Pokemon Variety Hour, another show under the Pixels banner, which you can find anywhere podcasts are found. I'm also the host of another po- Pokemon show. Yes, it is a Pokemon show. What I meant to say is another Pixels Media show, Poka Survivor. 
coming back. It, the the long-awaited third episode that was recorded, but Jinji never edited, is finally done. After months of Jinji just not editing it, it's finally out. And we're going to get to the real first Poke Survivor run of Pokemon Yellow, which we did an intro episode for that Jinji lost. So we're going to do another intro episode for it. And you could expect that sometime in the week after the next pixel the week the next pixels comes out so the week, the week after you're hearing this that week you're going to see Poker Survivor season 1 episode 1 if Jinji actually edits it I will try to anywhere else peg um and your best bet to contact me personally is our community discord find it in the show notes talk to me in the channels or dm me or don't now I'm done. All right, DJ, where can they find you? Um, they can't. Everyone, go watch Legend Quest. Don't watch Carmen San Diego. Don't do it. You cannot find Mad Skywalker MLP on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> he is now officially traitorous, Gingy. I said that the past few episodes you were on. Traitor. Traitor. Petition to change the name Raging Jindy to a Smiling Jindy. No, if anything, fucking Shaolet's a traitor for joining the Ginyu Force. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I motion to change Raging Jindy's name to Shiny uh, Doug Trio of the Ginyu Force. Yep, yep. Fuck you. <laughs> Okay, here's 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 the challenge to you people. If fifteen listeners email into the show, Jinji's official name will become Shiny Doug Trio the Ginyu Force. Shiny Ginyu Doug Trio. You guys are fucking evil, but you can find me. <laughs> At my personal Twitter <laughs> at Raging Gingy. You can follow the show at PPAF Podcast. We have a T Public store, which is tpublic.com slash user slash PPAF Podcast One. We have a Patreon. Excuse me, if you guys are able to give anything, which is patreon.com slash PPAF Podcast. Do you have so, any. So, wait, did you have a question for you? Speaking of the Patreon, how did you react to a. Uh... Penguin's response to us having a patron. When I edited that, I was like, what the fuck? Until I sent her a DM, like, what the fuck? And she said, oh, I said that out of love. But no, the first instinct that I I laughed. It was very funny. But um, You didn't cut it out, did you? No, I left it in. Okay, good. But, um... I've been waiting for the past eight days to hear that again. For um, any topic suggestions, or oh, by the way, Jinji, sorry for the last minute drop. I figured I'd tell you this literally right now, just to be as not last minute as possible. We're recording Variety Hour tomorrow. (laughs) What time? Eight thirty, as usual, or seven thirty for you. We'll see. But anyway, um. 
If you're a little late, it's fine. We're, we're if you don't want to live. drop it in the Discord, you can always email the show directly at ppafpodcast at gmail.com. All we need is 15 for Jinji to become shiny Guinea Forest Dub Trio. I will break my foot up both of your asses. Jinji, you're telling me you're not willing to do that if literally 15 people email into this show that nobody's ever emailed into except for like twice. Okay, you you know what? Fine. Just to spite you guys. If I can get 15 people to email in to the show just saying, haha, Doug Trio or some shit like that. Yes, I will change my name in Discord to Shiny Doug Trio the Ginyu Force. And no, Shiny Ginyu Force Doug Trio. That's the best name. What the fuck ever. Doesn't doesn't matter. And you have to introduce yourself by that in the podcast. I will do that for two episodes. Three. Take it or leave it. Two, and that's being generous. This is what you get when you be a traitor. Fuck you all. This has been the show. Pixels, polygons, and fun video game podcast. We talk about anything under the video game sun. I've been your host, not Shiny Ginyu Force Doug Drio, Raging Gingy. I've been Shiny Ginyu Force Doug Drio's co host. (laughs) 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 I don't know why I keep coming here. And before I uh, kick the bot out, a little bit of context for you listeners. I've been spamming the middle finger emoji. (laughs) In the uh, the chat. But anyway, this has been the 31st episode of Pixels, Polygons, and Fun. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. We will see you next time. See you next time, folks. Da 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 da. The end. Beep. The ones.